welcome to the Exit Mindset Podcast. I'm Ramakali. 15 years ago, when I was trying to sell one of my companies, I couldn't get what I thought was the right price for it. I realized I had things set up the wrong way, even though the company was profitable. So I spent years researching and studying exit strategies to improve my company's valuation. I discovered that the same process that improves valuation would improve business profitability and give me more free time. I'm here to show you what I have learned. You see, the best way to grow your business is to look at it from the perspective of someone who's going to buy your company. Once you start thinking that way, magic happens and you start seeing things you could not see before. But that's not all. I also discovered the three principles that you must know to command a better price for your company. The three principles are, first, the product, second, the infrastructure, and third, the conversation you have with the consumer. Once you master these three principles, you will be on your way to increasing your profits, your company valuation, and get more work-life balance. So listen in and learn how you can do that. I will teach you through this podcast, Lessons from the Trenches, and we will have a dialogue with some of the greatest minds on the planet. Most businesses will have to hire an employee at some point in time. And most likely they're going to have multiple employees and sometimes tens and sometimes hundreds, sometimes thousands of employees. But a journey of a thousand miles begins with one step. And if there's anything that employers know that getting the right hire is one of their biggest nightmares. So do you ever wonder how I can make that process better and how I can optimize my hiring process to achieve better results? In this podcast, we're going to be talking about a subject of employees and hiring and how to get the best out of that situation. And I'm going to give you some solutions and ideas as to how you can make that process better. So as a business owner, most likely you're looking to scale. And anybody that tells you you can scale with one person, which means you only, is leading you down the wrong path in here. There's no such a thing as a company that can operate with one person only. There's limitations to what you can do, and there's limitations to how far you can go. You can certainly make a lot of money for a short amount of time alone, but you cannot make reasonable revenues and return, extended, sustained period of time without having employees. Employees are your team that's going to help you scale and achieve what you're looking for. And the exit mindset, we talk about the product, the infrastructure, and the conversation. And employees and hiring relate to the infrastructure part of the exit mindset. But the question always is, how do I get the best employees possible? Remember, employees usually consist of people. People got different personalities, different aspirations, different wants and needs, different willingness to work, different way of working, different agendas. And that's probably what makes the world interesting. It really is about finding the right fit when it comes to employees with what you have in there, what you're looking to achieve and accomplish. Also, is to have for them the right aspirations that they want to achieve through their employment. Just because you think you want something done in a certain way doesn't mean your employees or somebody you're about to hire would want that too. And just because an employee wants something, it doesn't mean that you can necessarily provide it to them. That's why it is essential in the process of hiring, you keep it honest. That's what I try to do all the time. Let's find out if we can work together. And if you keep it at that level, you're going to find that your hiring pains could be significantly reduced. And you're going to avoid having to hire people that are not necessarily a fit for your organization. And I say for both sides, not for one, because you got to be a fit for them just as much as they're a fit for you. 
And if you keep that idea in mind, you're going to have much more success in hiring. Now, the only thing with that is that you're probably going to hire less people, but sometimes hiring less people, but the right people is better than hiring a lot of people, but many of them are the wrong people. That's just a philosophy. And some people might disagree with that. And some people might think it's differently, but my experience over the years, I find that's what works. Did you know that the average company spends approximately $1,500 per employee on training alone? And did you know it could take six months just to be able to get that employee to give you a return on investment? Meaning that you spend money for six months and after that is when you start seeing an ROI. That requires a lot of patience and you have to be able to fund that. So hiring the right people obviously becomes very crucial. Remember, without a good infrastructure, you can't scale. A buyer of your company is always going to look and try to figure out, do you have the right combination of employees that can take the company forward when you sell it to them? And they're trying to understand how are those employees going to work out from a cultural standpoint, from a work standpoint, from a productivity standpoint? Are they teams? Are they working well, not working well? So your job is to make sure that the infrastructure is set up correctly. And as the Exit Mindset book comes out, you're going to see a lot of these things in there that's going to help you understand more about that. But now, for now, I'm going to give you enough information that you're going to be able to understand how to do this better. And a lot of that comes in from practical experience that I developed over the years. So how do you go from here to there? How do you take somebody from one point to the next point? And I tell you, the answer is very simple. You just ask. You have a conversation. In this particular employee's case, I asked some questions. I observed too. And I think you need to observe as well. By observing what people do, you're going to find that you'll learn a lot. So again, the big subject here, we're kind of going back and forth between hiring and between how you deal with employees. But ultimately, it all comes down to the same thing, which is how you hire in a good way. And you always have to keep in mind that hiring is very costly. So it's important for you to hire correctly. So we're going to look at some solutions that could help you with this process. The first thing, be clear about what area that you need to have employee fill that void or gap that you have. Lots of times in companies, you're going to find that it's easy to say, I need this, 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 that. You have a wish list of employees you want to put in. One of the biggest common things that I've seen over the years is that people ignoring a phenomenon I call acres of diamonds. And acres of diamonds starts with a story about some, a farmer that was in India that went out looking for diamonds because he heard there are places in India that has lots of diamonds. So he sold his farm and went out looking. He spent years searching for diamonds, not to find anything. And one day he just stood on top of a rock and threw himself in the ocean and died. The farmer that bought his farm one day was looking and he saw some sparkle. He looked at it. It was a piece of coal, but it was shining. He scraped it and he found out that was diamond. It turns out the entire farm was a diamond field. So the farmer never bothered looking under his own feet. He went somewhere else to look for diamonds. This could apply to a lot of things in life, whether it's in your personal life or in business. In business, when it comes to employees, you also have to look at it that way. Have you looked who you have to make sure that the right people are in the right jobs and they can achieve that they should be accomplishing and you want them to accomplish? Because if you ignore that, you ignore a lot of talent. I can't tell you how many times I find people that they ignore somebody who's been good to their organization and doing very well for them, only to go hire somebody from the outside that they think is going to do better for them than the person in there, when in fact the person there could, by promoting them, giving them more opportunity, reassigning them, could be actually accomplishing more for both sides' benefit. So the key to this is to make sure that you're not ignoring your employees on the inside and that you're looking at 
the people that you have first, then start looking for outside people. When somebody came into marketing function, and it's a general marketing function that relates to sort of digital marketing and other aspects of creating media. And what I found out that this person's best use and best capability is at PR. So what I did is I basically, upon discovery of what she's good at, I actually assigned her to PR. And she was excited and she felt good about it. And she was much more productive with that and achieved much better results than she was achieving when she was just great general marketing activities. The fact of the matter is you got to be very smart about it. You got to pick the right area of the company, the right part of your infrastructure, and fill it with the right people that can give you the highest ROI on the expenditure that you're having. Because as you know, no company has infinite amount of money to spend on anything and everything. So being smart about it, strategic about it is key, finding where to put them. Before you hire someone, also trying to figure out if there is somebody else in your company that can fill a gap in that position, whether in full or in part. It might be a process that can be managed by somebody or a few people in your company easily. Or it could be somebody could manage a part of it or a few people can manage a part of it. That way, when you're hiring, you're hiring smartly. Another solution, is it possible you can reassign someone in your company to that new position because they would output more than they're outputting right now? And here's where it gets a little tricky. This person might be doing very well for you, but by moving them to that position that you have a void in, they actually might, example, double the output that they would give you simply because they're better fit for that position. We talked about this a little bit earlier, and that's one area that many employers underestimate and then don't look at. And again, it is sort of the acre of diamond situation. So try and look at your talent, see who can be placed where, because you can probably easily fit somebody new into the old position that that employee that you just reassigned had. Another point, never hire out of desperation. Over the years, I find that my employees always tell me, please don't hire anybody that could just do the job and they're not going to be a fit for us. We'd rather work more until we get somebody good, rather than having to deal with people that are going to come in, they're going to be a fit, they're not going to be able to do the job, or they don't want to do the job. And then we end up with more work at the end. So you have to also be cognizant that the people that work for you right now, they want, to, they want good people. So it's important for you to be focused on quality as you're doing this. Make sure you have a sufficient recruiting effort going, meaning that don't just sort of haphazardly go, say, for example, put an ad, have somebody screen, get you four or five, come back to the month later, on and on and on. You're just not doing much with that. Create a position in the company, carve it, even if it's somebody on the inside that is doing other jobs, just give them a block of time just to focus on that for you. They would be calling, they would be putting that, they'd be interviewing, and perhaps giving you a better selection for what you're looking for. Something else you could use that could be helpful to you. There are assessments that will not necessarily make all the decision for you because no assessment test can decide for you who you should hire, but they can help you understand the personalities. Some of those tests, such as Colby or Sizzler, I believe, these are self-assessment tests that you could give to your candidates and lets you understand them a little bit more. And you might find some personality traits that you like or don't like, and based on that, you can figure out they could be fit for that particular position or not, or whether you could reassign them to a different position should you hire them. Another point. Make sure you have your company culture set up in points. You must have top three company culture values, and perhaps five or six is more preferable. And then you must specify that culture and see if that person could be a fit for that culture before you hire them. Nothing is worse than hiring someone that even if they're good at their work, but they're not a fit for the culture. It'll fail. 
And culture is one of those things that you cannot define in any shape or form because every company's got different values, different cultures. Some people thrive on hard work. Some companies thrive on, or their culture is relaxed work. Some companies, part of their culture is tolerating mistakes if they happen. Some companies don't tolerate mistakes. On and on and on. We can take 1 million examples right now and run them through cultural fits and they will all be right for someone and wrong for somebody else. So key to this is to make sure that you specify a culture and in the hiring process that you look at that carefully. So for example, in my companies, one of our top values is being straightforward in our conversation, meaning that we do not miss our words. Every person that walks in that I interview or my team interviews will be told and informed that a part of our company culture is straightforward conversation, that we do not miss our words. So if you're sensitive, it's okay. It's not a problem. If you can't handle straight talk and I have to sit down and spend half an hour with you to tell you one thing that I should tell you in about seven words, then maybe it would not be a fit. doesn't make us bad. doesn't make you bad. So I'm clear about these things. There's about four to five things that I always let people know if they're going to work for me and what I expect from them. Being candid is of essence. Try not to sugarcoat it for them. I always, in my case, give them what I call the good and the bad. The bad is not because bad because it's awful or anything's going to happen to them, but only bad because it may not fit them and fit their mode of work. And I'd rather them not work for me if the mode that they have doesn't fit with what we're trying to do, because all it is going to be agony at the end. I go through a lot of length to make sure that I let them know they may not want to work for me just as much as I show them why they should be working for us. I'm convinced of the value that we offer, but I'm convinced also it's not for everybody. And I think you should too. You should do exactly that. So if you start approaching employment from that prism or from that lens of looking at things where you're trying to establish what the person is about, what do they want and what do you want, and trying to match that and see if there's a match or not and be willing to accept there may not be a match is when you're going to win with people. You're going to attract the people that are going to want to be with you and going to want to stay with you. And you're going to repel the people that don't and they shouldn't be with you. And sometimes we've got situations where people wanted to be with us. And despite the fact we thought we screened them well, it turned out they didn't understand it clearly. That always will happen. Some people will not understand your culture. And that results sometimes in their tenure not being for as long as we like it to be. But that's life. You need to understand you're dealing with humans. Do your best to make it work within regard to clearing up with them what the expectations are. And lastly, look beyond the resume. Resumes are great, but resume isn't going to tell you everything about a person. Sometimes people equate higher education with ability. In my experience, that's not always necessarily the case. Sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't. Sometimes I've seen very smart people that just got a high school, and I've seen not so smart people that have been in business or worked for many, many years. So it really isn't level of education, age, of any of those issues. It's more along the lines of, does the person have a reasonable disposition to complete what you're looking for and accomplish the job that you want to have them do and end up succeeding and thriving? Because at the end of the day, if you focus your objective on having them succeed, you're going to find yourself more successful. The biggest advice I can give you, try to make people more successful in their work and you will be more successful. Do it the other way around and you'll find that you will fail, most likely. Hopefully that was helpful and gave you a lot of information as to what to do here. The subject of hiring is a big topic in our infrastructure conversations that we have here. And only by continuing to learn and to adapt and to try to be attuned to what people are doing, you're going to be more successful. You're going to have a bigger enterprise and a bigger company leading you to the exit mindset and the exit strategy you're looking for. Remember, 
Action is everything. Use it or lose it. I'm Ramakuli. I'll see you in the next podcast. You've just listened to the Exit Mindset Podcast with Ram Akili. If you haven't yet subscribed or followed, please do so in your podcast listening app. Or better yet, visit ExitMindset.com to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover our bonus content. Lastly, we want to help as many business owners as possible. If you know anyone that could benefit from the information given in this podcast, please feel free to share it with them. Until next time.